What's up everybody? It's Dan from Binder Boneyard coming at you from the office. Uh, it is Saturday afternoon slash evening um, because I'm not going to be here tomorrow on Sunday which when I normally burn out these things. So uh, I thought I would try to do one or two tonight and get caught up. Um, it's been a long time. Thank you for your patience. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've talked to a lot of people and uh, I really do appreciate everyone that listens and thank you for holding tight. Uh, everyone that I talk to um, at the shows and stuff, I uh, really appreciate all the feedback and whatnot. Uh, this podcast is going to be kind of a recap of the last month or so. Uh, had a lot going on and um, yeah, just haven't been able to post up. Um, so I don't even know where I left off the last podcast, but uh Anyway, um, the highlights from the last month or so, we went to Harvester Homecoming in Indiana at the Fort Wayne uh, Engineering Plant. That's always a good time. It's a lot of history. Talk to a lot of neat people. Um, see a lot of people that you don't see at the Ohio show um, for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's a different vibe. It's more of a museum and um you know less of a car show per se i recommend that uh if you're in anywhere near the midwest uh you try and get to both of the shows um but like i said they both have different vibes um we don't sell nearly as well at homecoming uh, as we do at nationals um you know it's uh like I said, it's just a different thing. You know, people are coming to homecoming to look at history and, and you know, museum type things, and they're not there to buy parts for their internationals. Um, and then, you know, nationals is the other way around. Like, guys are coming to look at a car show and then buy stuff for their own restorations or whatever. So it's, uh, like I said, it's just a different, different vibe. Um, but... We go when we can. Um, I had lined up to deliver some tubs and a cab on our way, so that pretty much paid for the trip out, um, and that was good. Um, you know, I hate making these drives and not not having them pay off. So um, that was that was nice, and so we you know do that when we can. The truck did great. Um, black truck runs great like always no surprises uh i did ended up end up changing the fan setup on it um the last trip through so coming back from nationals it was hot it was real hot and i was pulling the enclosed trailer with the travelette in it and coming through Nebraska and stuff the the black truck was getting warm uh, never overheated but just made me nervous um, you know and I don't like to be nervous while I'm driving I like to have my stuff set up so that I can just drive and not have to constantly watch gauges and watch my foot and watch the mirrors and you know like 
I, of course I check all that stuff, but I don't like to be paranoid. So when the temperatures started coming up uh, on the way home, uh, the last from Ohio, uh, I knew I needed to change something. Well, one of the fans had quit spinning uh, for whatever reason. Uh, one of the connections had burned out in the fans because I had I have four 14 inch polar fans on the radiator behind the cab and one of them quit turning and that was enough to create a problem so I just um, you know I, I kind of wanted to go to the next level and so I redid my shroud and I added two 16 inch fans and then two 14s and uh, so I'm still running four fans I'm just running two larger ones um, that seemed to help a lot. Um, didn't get nearly as warm. I don't get nearly as warm now driving it around. They cycle a lot more, um, which is what they're supposed to do. I've got a temperature switch on, uh, on the engine so that when it hits 190, then they come on and then they go off at 175. And so it's interesting to you watch them cycle like they're supposed to, uh, whereas the four, the four 14s ran a lot more. You know, they'd run four, five, six minutes before it'd get back down to the 175, whereas the 16s, they run for a minute, maybe two, you know, depending on the terrain or what I'm doing. But uh, so did change those out, did a few other little updates, some court, of course, some maintenance. Um, you know, I put 5,000 miles on it, over 5,000 miles on it from the Ohio trip, so I had to get another oil change, which is like $90. And, um, you know, we threw the platform on the back seat for the dog, and um, yeah, just general prep. Put some tires on it. Last trip out, the tires were getting pretty thin, so uh, threw a set of tires. Just general stuff. That's what I'm really stoked about with the black truck or the Eagle, depending on what you want to call it. Um, the it's bomb proof. Like it's done. Like I I'm so happy that I can just turn the key and 95% of the time just go. Not worry about it. Hook up to whatever I want to hook up to. Go. This is a truck that we built from scratch. Like, we took mix and match and parts and pieces and, and all kinds of conglomeration of shit and made it all work together and work well. And it holds up and it's durable. I mean, I've got over 60,000 miles on it now. And, you know, I've, there's been some tweaks along the way. I've adjusted some of the cooling pipes, changed the hose routing, uh, you know, little things like that. But overall, just works. I'm so happy that we figured it out. So I'm going to build another travelette that is more traditional with the radiator in the front uh, and a few more standard things. Um, I've got another 360. I'm on the hunt for another Allison right now. Uh, I'm going to run the next truck. It's going to be a uh, Super Duty Axles and then I'll run the GM transfer case, the NP271 or whatever it is that, um, just to simplify the whole process. Um, cause we're running, I'm running a 205 on the Eagle truck and that took some work to get a 205 married up to an Allison. 
So uh, if I run the NP272, then uh, it just, you know, the speed sensor is in there for when I go to low range and stuff like that. So um, the other thing, the new travelette will be a long bed also. It's going to be more traditional. It'll be super duty axles, mild lift, long bed, um, you know, all one color. <laughs> it'll look fairly stock, but uh, it'll have a 360 Allison, that whole setup. So that's what I'm hoping to start building next year. And it'll probably take me a year to build it, uh, not counting bodywork. Uh, I'm just talking mechanicals and wiring. It was probably going to take a year because I'm uh, I'm doing it myself. Uh, that's another development. Well, we're out. Um, Steve, my lead guy, my main man, decided to turn in his notice. Um, so September, uh, mid September, Steve will be moving back to Pennsylvania. So that is leaving a huge hole in my calendar, my heart, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so I will be transitioning back to full-time tech and that is going to really change the dynamic of the shop because I won't be answering the phone anymore. I won't be responding to emails except for morning and evening. Uh, social media is probably going to take a dip because I'm not going to be able to post during the day as much uh, or respond to questions and comments as much which uh, I've also discovered um, this last month or so is um, I'm really getting taken advantage of by the general public um, you know guys calling asking for tech support on products they didn't buy from us um, guys demanding that I answer their questions um, you know I had a guy call the other day asking about how to hook up his glove box and I sent him a bunch of pictures and then he called to tell me that you know my pictures weren't good enough and he needed more detailed photos so instead of telling him to pound sand up his ass I went out and took more pictures and didn't get a thank you, didn't get a thumbs up, not a, nothing, just nothing. So like that really um, kind of solidified it for me that, uh, you know, few bad folks have ruined it for the rest of the world. So yeah, the only information I'm giving out now is what you're going to get through this or through my podcast, or I'm sorry, through my YouTube channel. Um, you know, or, or social media type stuff. But yeah, I'm really tapering back on the being a helpful guy because being a helpful guy is really, I'm really starting to get taken advantage of and it's, it's, um, you know, too bad. So next time you see somebody trying to get something out of me, you can remember this, but yeah. So sorry everybody, but it's just going to be the use from now on. Um, I will be, back in the shop doing shop stuff so thank god i've got ethan still um machinist and and general tech and then i have a part-time guy named kalen he uh he's a hard worker but he's a bull in the china shop so he's good for tear down and you know the working in the yard he i don't let him work on too many customer trucks because he just is rough on stuff but uh it's helpful to have 
a strong guy around to move things and and get stuff done outside and whatnot so that is uh, that's where we are I am actively hiring uh, trying very hard to get somebody in here or, or multiple people in here uh, I did hire another part-time uh, seller online seller to help Josie out because the store is getting busier and busier so um, that's good I'm grateful for the online sales so hired a girl she comes in in the evening works for a couple hours and gets some listings done and, and that kind of thing so that Josie can do shipping and now Josie's having to answer the phone because I'm not uh, so yeah it's just a f you know it's frustrating finding people um, it's frustrating the uh, lack of patience people have with me uh, and yeah I know uh, I've kind of I've made this bed but uh, at the same time I'm being covered in blankets that I didn't ask for so <laughs> anyway that's the uh, that's the state of the union right now but as far as the uh, trip went it was good um, met a lot of cool folks saw a lot of stuff uh, after we went to uh, homecoming we headed north and went to Dearborn Michigan to the Henry Ford Museum and I recommend if you are anywhere near back there you have to go uh, it is incredible it's hard to wrap my head around it I mean, the museum was built in 1929 so it is a hundred years old so it was already filled with old stuff Bef like when they built it so now a hundred years later the stuff is even older and there's more stuff and it's just really it's really cool um, there's the indoor museum which is massive and then there's the uh, Greenfield Village which is the outdoor thing with the locomotive and the Model A's or Model T's and um, you know all the actors that are in all the houses and all the stuff and you know, I don't know if you call them actors, but they're, you know, tour guides per se. So uh, it's just really neat. Um, you know, so I I recommend everyone go. My favorite part, I mean, there was a few international things in there. Um, but, you know, the, the village part had like a working machine shop that was all belt driven and old time and so if anybody's you know followed me for any length of time you know I love that old belt driven machinery uh, so that was kind of neat there's um, the old farm it was interesting to see you know a horse you know plowing with a horse and and all that which is you know interesting they still do it the way they did a hundred years ago just for of course demonstration purposes but it's big they have a big field that they work so I mean these guys these actors or whatever you want to call them they uh, they're working like it's not just a, they're not just sitting there going oh ye old prospector coming in like no it's it, these guys are plowing a field with a horse like it, they're doing real work so uh, I thought that was kind of neat um, but yeah just a lot of just a lot of interesting stuff like I just uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty neat and um, and I, I think a lot of you folks would like it too so if you're you know ever planning a trip anywhere up there because I think it was two hours two and a half hours from Fort Wayne to Dearborn so not crazy far um, 
we went during the week and it was still technically summertime so there were no kids really I mean there were kids there were plenty of kids but it wasn't very crowded it wasn't like a weekend during the school year you know or something like that where be lots of buses and teachers and kids and things like that no it was all pretty um, pretty uh, viewable there were a few a-hole tourists that had no uh, awareness like that's what drives me nuts about crowds and people and going to places like that is that no matter what there's always people that just are oblivious to the rest of the population and they just wander into whatever you're doing or you're trying to take a picture or you're reading like I'm trying to read a plaque and it's you know of course the plaque you can't touch it it's on the other side of a rope area so you gotta I'm like standing there trying to read it and like this lady just pushes me out of the way so that she can read it and I was like oh I'm sorry I, I guess I'm done reading that and you know she of course didn't acknowledge that I was that I existed but still just stuff like that it just it irritates the shit out of me. So, um, you know, that's why I don't do this stuff a lot because I, my tolerance for that kind of BS is just, uh, it's real low. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was really interesting. Um, we had a couple of antique stores. I did buy some international stuff, uh, some knick-knacky things, some buttons, some badges. Um, I got a IH notebook, um, I'm guessing a manager or something carried around in his pocket. Uh, so I thought that was kind of neat. Um, a few little doodads. Not a ton. Um, oh, I was going to say our hotel at, at Fort Wayne. I don't know. Josie just booked it. Like, whatever. I, it just We didn't choose it. She just called and said, hey, you know, there's two of us and a dog. We're staying here. We're part of this show. And they're like, okay, we'll put you in this room. And she's like, great, and booked it. And then we get there, and it's like this massive suite with a couch and a bar and a dining table. And, you know, like it's a two and a half room thing. Like it was, it was the fanciest hotel I'd ever stayed in, or, you know, fanciest setup, anyways. And so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, cause, Usually we just sleep in a truck or Motel 6 or some, you know, Econo Lodge cheap whatever just a place to sleep because some places have a expensive pet fee or, you know, or when we're traveling we just get tired and pull into the first town and get a room. So um, I thought that was, I thought it was interesting that uh, stayed in some place nice for once. But yeah, I was good. Um, what else? I'm trying to think if there's anything I overlooked. Um, no, just after the museum, just started beating feet home, um, making good time through Iowa and um, Nebraska and all that. Uh, back through Wyoming and had a bad headwind in Wyoming, like always. And Utah was fine. Like it was a decent drive made good time coming home took a couple days and um and generally generally a good time um 
come back and, you know, immediately thrown into the fire as far as work and phone calls and emails and irritated customers that, you know, we're not giving them our utmost attention all the time and that kind of stuff. So, you know, you deal with that and, and then, you know, try to get work done. So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, a typical trip uh, and then when I got back we immediately started hauling rigs and moving stuff and getting things um, you know every time we go on one of these trips we always come up with a uh, plan a, a game plan or a um, you know business uh, I don't know what you call it just some sort of business model that we we're gonna change this and we're gonna do that and we're gonna adjust this and so we end up you know implementing that stuff when we get home and, and uh, it's actually been working really good and so we'll you know continue on that but uh, look for some new merch from us pretty soon some t-shirt designs and things like that uh, you've already seen our tags if you follow along on social media at all our, our fancy tags are out and everybody loves those uh, we've got some some more decals coming out soon that uh, I think people are going to enjoy so um, yeah you'll see those shortly but yeah just generally you know everything was good trip was good everything was nice so um, you know it's nice to be able to say that finally but uh, I started working on the 56 or continued working on the 56 winter beater project that'll be fun uh, I've done some YouTube uploads on that, so if you haven't been to YouTube lately, um, hit the channel and check that out. The 56 rear axle and some spring work, and about ready to do another rear axle rebuild one that's got some pretty neat, uh, pretty neat little things in there. So, anyway, uh, I'm gonna cut this guy short because it's the evening. I gotta get home for dinner. Um, yeah, won't do one of these tomorrow because I will be cutting firewood. But I may try to burn out a midweek one. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, anyways, uh, thank you everybody for following along. I appreciate all of the um, support, telling your friends, the Patreon supporters, which are dwindling. But uh, the few you guys that are still hanging on, I really uh, appreciate your $2 a month. Uh, um, it all helps. So anyways. Uh, until next time, I am Dan for Binder Boneyard.